Welcome to an inspiring message from Pastor Gillian Cameron, lead pastor of Arise Church in New Zealand. We know this message will encourage, inspire, and empower you. Welcome to church today. And we are so glad that you're joining us from wherever you are right now. Maybe you're at an Arise local. Maybe you're in your own home. Maybe you've joined with your life group. Wherever you are, we're believing for the presence of God to be with you right there, right now. Hey, we're going to be talking about getting shook today. And I know that God wants to shake us up. And so why don't we right now, it's Pentecost Sunday. Why don't we pray? that God would turn up in our midst wherever we are right now. Lord God, I thank You that You are moving. I thank You that Your presence is near. Father, I pray right now, come and fill us with the Holy Spirit. Fill us to overflow. Lord, would You send Your Spirit to reign upon us now. Oh God, we don't wanna stay the same, but we wanna be changed as we gather together in Your presence. In Jesus' Name, and everybody said, Amen. Amen. You know, I want to talk to you about something the Lord dropped in my heart, about the nearness of the Holy Spirit. See, in this season, it's a different season to anything we've ever experienced before. But I believe in this season that God is saying He wants homes to become habitations of the Holy Spirit. And I really believe that in this season, we can experience the presence of Jesus through His Holy Spirit in a way that maybe we have never done before. See, the first thing I want to say today is our homes need to get shook. Our homes need to get shook. I want to read from Acts chapter 4, and uh, this is going to be our passage today. But why don't you read on the screen with me? It says this, As soon as they were freed, Peter and John returned to the other believers and told them what the leading priests and elders had said. When they heard the report, all the believers lifted their voice together in prayer to God. After this prayer, the meeting place shook and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit. And then they preached the Word of God with boldness. All the believers were united in heart and mind. They felt that what they owned was not their own, so they shared everything they had. The apostles testified powerfully to the resurrection of the Lord Jesus, and God's great blessing was upon them all. See, as soon as they were freed, Peter and John have had an interesting event happen. You might remember that they'd been in Pentecost, the Holy Spirit had fallen. Then they had preached the gospel. Thousands had got saved. And then they had walked past and healed a crippled beggar. Now, this beggar had gone leaping into the temple and his testimony had gone everywhere. The crowds were amazed. And then Peter had preached the gospel again. He talked about Jesus again. Now, the religious leaders were getting a little bit upset about all this preaching that was going on and about the fact that the Spirit of Christ was moving. And so they grabbed them and they threw them in jail. They put them under arrest and threw them in jail overnight. And in this passage, we pick up where they have been released, but they have been commanded not to talk about Jesus. So what do they do? The two of them, they head back to a meeting, to a gathering of believers, and it says they begin to pray. They begin to pray. And you know, they prayed and something happened. They prayed and they were shook. And as they prayed, the boldness of God came upon them in a fresh way. You see, what God was preparing them for was the fact that the early church would face persecution and scattering. 
And right now in this COVID season, we're not facing persecution, but we are being scattered in a way that we never have before. See, right now we are scattered. Maybe you're gathered at your Arise Local in your life group or in your home, but we're not gathering the way that we are used to gathering. But in our scattering, I believe that God wants to move powerfully through His Spirit and He wants to turn up in our midst. You know, we can't let our expectation lower because where we are is different. The way that, we look, the way that we're gathering right now does look different, but our expectation should be higher. Because the early church was an unstoppable force and the Holy Spirit always turned up when believers gathered to pray. Because the Bible says where two or three gather, there I am with them. And that is our expectation and our belief that in this season, that COVID would not become a containment. See, this COVID containment is not going to contain us. It's not containing the moving of the Holy Spirit and nor does it need to contain the coming church. I believe believe that containment will actually lead to the breaking out of the box that perhaps even the church has been in. You know, I want us to lift our expectation that in homes and in gatherings, they could be habitations of the Holy Spirit. You know, God wants to turn up in a real way. He really wants to meet with us, but we need to hunger for more of Him. We need to press in and long for more of Him. We've got to desire more of His presence You know, I I don't know about you, but it seems like there has never been a greater need of the Holy Spirit in our lives and in our world than ever before. And I think in that situation, we should ask ourselves, have we actually got desperate? Have we begun to get hungry? Have we begun to actually seek the presence of God right where we are? I want to encourage you. Today is Pentecost Sunday. The Holy Spirit was outpoured on the disciples as they began to pray. And I believe God wants to do the same in our midst today as well. You know, in that passage in Acts 4, Peter and John have been ordered not to speak. And I think they're nervous. I think they're a little bit nervous because the church has only just got started. It's only just getting off the ground. And they're being told, you cannot share about Jesus. But what do they do? They pray. And I want to read Acts 4.31 again. It says, after this prayer, the meeting place shook. And they were filled with the Holy Spirit. And then they preached the Word of God with boldness. See, what happened was there was a desperation for Him. See, what happened was there was a need for Him. See, what happened was there was a hunger for Him. And in that need, in that desperation, in that hunger, they sought Him. And as they sought God, there was a shook from heaven. There was a sound from heaven. There was a flicker of a fire that began to burn within their spirits as something from heaven transacted into their spirit and they came awakened and alive and chains and containment came off. See, we're in a season of containment and more than ever, we need the Holy Spirit to come and reside, to have His habitation with us. See, what does that even mean? Homes will be a habitation. It means that the Holy Spirit will come and dwell and reside and dwell with us and be with us, that we will sense His nearness and feel His presence and know His closeness, that we will know that He is right there. Oh, somebody today, I'm praying that you would experience the presence of God like never before. You see, it is a new season. It is a new season and it is a new day. I want to tell you today, it's time to get shook. It's time to get shook. See, when that happened in Acts chapter 4, 
It says that they were filled with boldness. But look what it says happened after that. Straight after this prayer meeting where they were shook, I want to point out again, it says that they were united. What they owned was not their own. They shared everything. They testified powerfully. God's blessing was on them. And then further down the passage, we see that people were healed and people were delivered of every demon that was plaguing them. See, what happened was they began to turn the world upside down. And Christianity, as we know it, became an unstoppable force as they allowed the Holy Spirit to work through them. See, they were united. All the division among them disappeared. They sorted out their petty offences and differences and they got on the same page. See, when you get shook, you shake off division. You shake off your unforgiveness. You shake off the yokes of separation that keep us distant from one another. We shake off those things that hold us back from meaningful connection with one another. They were shaking that off. They were united. They were bold. They were generous. God was moving in their midst. You know, selfishness got shook. They began to give to everyone who had need. Selfishness went. Consumerism was shook. Fear was shook. Their purpose got shook. Their their bodies got shook. The demons got shook. And their hearts, most importantly, were shook. See, it's time for us to get shook. Something shifted in their natural environment. Something shifted in their natural environment and they were no longer contained. And Jerusalem began to get shook. And then the world began to get shook. Or who knows that our nation of New Zealand needs to get shook. Oh, give me a loud amen in Whangarei, in Hamilton, in Christchurch, in Dunedin, in the Hutt Valley, in Carpety, in Wellington. Oh, somebody give me a loud hallelujah in Auckland because it's time to get Get shook. And who knows that the nation of New Zealand needs to get shook. When we are contained, we need God more than ever before. The greater the need, the more His power can work. It's time for us to get shook. You know, things come into greater focus when you get shook. That's what happened for the disciples. They suddenly knew their purpose. They suddenly knew what they needed to do. Look, as a church, we've been shook. I'm sure you've been shook by this situation. But what happens is when we pray and we're led by the Spirit, it changes our plan. It changes our purpose. What we've been able to do with Arise Care is a testimony to the fact that we're not just doing what we would normally do. You know, it's been amazing to see what's happened. And I know James has shared a bit earlier in the service. But I want to say again, in case you missed it, that we've been able to give a thousand meals to the elderly. We've been able to give 750 Easter bunny and eggs to Women's Refuge. And I just want to pause there. That number is confronting. 750 Easter bunnies. We need to pray for our nation to get shook. We need that spirit of intimidation and abuse to be gone from our nation. We need the love and the peace of Christ to dwell in every home. We need homes to be habitations of the Holy Spirit, safe places, beautiful places, loving places. You know, we've been able to refocus. We've given out 103 care packages for essential services. We've given families 4,000 meals through the drive-throughs up and down the country. Over 2,500 hours of volunteer time has gone in to meet the needs of our nation. And over $80,000 has been distributed to meet these needs. See, when we get shook, consumerism drops off, selfishness drops off. Our own needs seem less important than the needs of others. And as a church, we've been able to refocus. I want to encourage us all, this is a time where we can refocus, 
where the purpose and the plan and the direction that we were heading in, God is shaking it up and we need to be ready to change direction. It's important to understand the time and the season that we're in and not respond in our humanity, but respond in the leading of the Holy Spirit. I want to say today, it's time to get shook. Come on, would you say this aloud with me? It's time to get shook. Come on, one more time so I can hear you. It's time to get shook. Oh, that's right, somebody. We need to get shook. We actually need to get shook. I want to talk about how the Holy Spirit comes in our life in John chapter 15 and verse 16. And Jesus is talking about the fact that He will not leave us alone and that He promises His Holy Spirit. He says this, I will ask the Father and He will give you another advocate to help you and be with you forever. Oh, that's beautiful. The Spirit of truth. The world cannot accept Him because it neither sees Him or knows Him. But you know Him, for He lives with you. He lives with you. He lives with you and will be in you. I will not leave you as orphans. See, Jesus had to leave the earth, but He didn't leave us alone. He promised the Holy Spirit to be with us, to dwell with us. And the truth is, we need to get shook. We need to get filled. We need the Holy Spirit to come and dwell with us and in us. If we're actually going to live the life that we can live, a life filled with boldness, a life filled with power, a life that is appointed and anointed, a life that is able to be used in the hand of God. See, we need to understand that Jesus has sent His Spirit. The Spirit of Christ is dwelling with us. He wants to work in you and He wants to work through you. But it's going to require us to invite Him in. See, homes will only become habitations when we ask Him in. The Holy Spirit's a gentleman. He comes at our invitation. When we seek Him, when we pray that He would turn up, He turns up. I, I want to tell you what happened in my life when I was 17. I began to get hungry, just like those disciples who realized that they weren't going to make it through without the power of God, without something more of God in them. They didn't have it on their own, but they needed God to turn up. I began to pray in my bedroom, and every night I was getting more hungry, more desperate for God, and I began to seek God. And every night I'd read my Bible, every night I would worship, every night I would pray, and I began to say, Holy Spirit, come. Holy Spirit, come. I need you, Jesus. I need your Spirit. And I will never forget the moment when suddenly I felt I was not alone. Suddenly I knew I wasn't praying to a wall. I wasn't praying to a ceiling. But the ceiling had opened. My house was getting shook. The power of God was falling. And I felt a joy come alive on the inside of me. I felt something lift in my spirit. I felt chains of fear breaking off. I felt that thing of loneliness that had plagued my life leave because I finally discovered that I was not alone. I discovered something that I'd needed, something that I'd been longing for, something that I'd been searching for. And finally, my needs were filled because the Holy Spirit was with me and in me. He came at my invitation. We all need to get shook. When the Holy Spirit turned up in my life, all the fear was shook. <laughs> my purpose was shook. My plans were shook. 
Everything that I had thought was going to happen was shook. But you know what? I'm so glad. I'm so grateful. I'm so thankful that the Holy Spirit shook me out of my complacency. I'm so grateful that the Holy Spirit shook me and shaped me. I'm so glad that the Holy Spirit came that day. And I believe that right now, everywhere, wherever you are gathered, to where two or three are gathered, there I am with them. I believe that right now the Holy Spirit wants to turn up and bring His presence and bring His power, bring His infilling into your life because I know that when we come ablaze with that passion and the purpose that only the Holy Spirit can put on the inside of us, we are never the same again. Oh, come on, somebody give me a loud amen wherever you are. Somebody lift up some praise that God would not leave us alone. When we need more of God, we have to pray. So somebody, we need to get shook. We need to pray. We need to press in. Look, I want to just say that about the early church, it shows that every time they gathered, they prayed. Every time they gathered, they prayed. You know, it does talk about praise and worship. And I'm kind of glad that it, it, it actually talks about prayer a lot more than praise and worship. And if you're in my house listening to me try to praise, it's, it's not so good when there's no big band. <laughs> and it's just you and your, your little crew there singing I'm quite glad that the early church says that when they gathered, they prayed. They prayed, but they prayed because they knew they needed to invite the Holy Spirit. They prayed because they knew they needed His presence. And that is what we do to get shook. We need to pray. We need to get shook, and so we need to pray. We need to pray more than we've ever prayed. We need to pray more than we've ever prayed in our lives. Right now, our world is in need of more prayer than it has ever needed before. And if us saints, we need to come alive. We need to come alive to the fact that the world is being shaped with our prayers. And as the Holy Spirit comes when we pray, we can shape the cities, shape this nation, and shape our world. As we are getting shook, so does the world in Jesus' name. Because when we get shook, we get bold. You know, the righteous are as bold as a lion. And these disciples, they got shook and they got bold. They would not stop teaching, preaching and sharing about Jesus. It says in Acts 5.28, that religious leaders come to them and say, didn't we tell you never again to preach in this man's name? Instead, you have filled all Jerusalem with your teaching about Him. Acts 5.42, every day, every day, they kept on going every day in the temple and from house to house, they continued to teach and preach. Acts 8.4, the believers who were scattered preached the good news of Jesus wherever they went. See, we might not be gathering in the same way. In fact, we're scattered in a whole different way. We're at our Arise Local today. We're at our home today. We're with our life group today. We are scattered. But right now, I believe the Holy Spirit can move and bring boldness in our lives and give the message of Christ breath, cause the message of Christ to go out in a way that we would not expect. See, now is the time where the testimony of what Jesus has done in your heart and in your life needs to come out. Maybe today you could share this message on Facebook. Maybe you can invite someone on Instagram. Maybe you can begin to just share the story of what Jesus has done in your life. See, when believers receive the Holy Spirit, when believers get passionate, when they become ablaze for God, when the fire of the Holy Spirit becomes a consuming fire. We come alive to share and witness to what Jesus has done on the inside of us. You see, you've got to know when it's your turn to speak. 
And those disciples, they knew it was their turn to speak, even though they were scattered. They were speaking about Jesus everywhere, from house to house, from home to home, from place to place. See, there's a pause in the world right now. Right now we're in this COVID crisis and everything's kind of on pause. You can't go out to a restaurant like you normally would. You can't do life. You can't go to movies. Well, you can go to a restaurant, but they kick you out after two hours. So it's a little bit strange. You know, life as we know it is different. We can't spend like we normally would. Can't go to the shops like we normally would. Things are a little bit different and the world is kind of on pause. We're in this position where we're watching and waiting to see what's going to happen next. People are concerned. Everybody is putting their lives on pause. But the truth is that in the pause, we need to fill it with a sound from heaven. In the pause, we need to know that in Acts chapter 2, when the Holy Spirit fell, there was a mighty rushing wind. There was a flame of fire. There was a sound from heaven. And when there's a pause, the believers need to fill the pause with a sound of heaven because we've been shook and we can begin to shake our world. See, those disciples, they filled Jerusalem because they were shook. Someone's got to fill their city. Someone's got to fill their world. We've got to begin to fill our neighbourhood. We've got to fill our homes. See, homes will be habitations of the Holy Spirit where we fill with boldness and where we're going to fill our cities with the Word of Jesus Christ and it will come forth. See, the Word of God is like a fire shut up in our bones and it cannot be contained. This season of containment will be a lid coming off us when we receive the Holy Spirit. This containment God is using to be the coming out of the church, the rising of the Bride of Christ. You've got to know when it's your turn to speak. You see, my daughter, Lara, I'll tell you this funny thing that happened when she was three years old. I hope I don't embarrass you, darling. I love you loads. But this is very cute. It's a very cute story. So we were at a potluck uh, lunch and we'd gathered around the table. The table was laden with food. It was overflowing. It looked great. I've got to tell you right now. It looked awesome. There were so many desserts on that table for a start. That's always a good day. And it was filled with food. And then John has just got the whole room silent, everybody quiet. You know, it's the pause for grace. And as John begins to bow his head for the grace, in comes Lara. She bursts into the room as only a three-year-old can. And she says, everybody, stop. She says, everybody, it's my turn to speak. You know what you've got to do. See, temptation is coming. And when temptation comes, you know what you've got to do? You've got to run. And she just ran out of the room. <laughs> she literally just raced it back out of the room. But you know what? Right in that pause, the whole room erupted with laughter, of course. But right in that pause, she had begun to preach. She had begun to preach. And I believe there are some believers who in the pause, you're going to begin to preach. And in the pause, as the sound of heaven begins to fill your room, as we allow the presence of God to come upon us, then a boldness like we've never experienced before will be our portion. I really believe there are people right now, wherever you are, it's time to receive a fresh touch of the Holy Spirit. It's time to allow Him in. It's time to invite Him. You see, we don't wanna live a Christian life without the power of this Christ we follow. And the Spirit of God gives us the empowering we need to live the life that we want to live, to have the joy to sustain us, the strength to sustain us, the peace that keeps us 
at rest. Right now, I'm going to pray right where you are for the power of God to fall. If you are able, why why don't you right now stand to your feet? You guys can come stand to your feet as well. There's awesome people here with me in this room, but right there in your room, I'm believing now that the Spirit of God would fall. Let's press in. Let's ask. Let's invite. Let's seek Him like never before. You can begin to pray wherever you are. And I'm going to pray right now as well. Holy Spirit, I ask that You'd come right now. I ask that You'd fall. Fall on us, Jesus. Fall on us, Holy Spirit. I pray right now. Let the wind of the Spirit blow through us. Let the fire of God fall on us. Let the oil of the Holy Spirit be poured out on us. Rain on us, rain on us, refresh us, revive us, restore us, renew us. Holy Spirit, right now, we seek You. We ask for more of You. We ask for more of You. Lord, we're not satisfied. We're not satisfied with what we've had. We want more of You, Holy Spirit. We wanna get shook today. We want You to shake us up. Father, would You shake us up right now with the Holy Spirit come upon us in great measure. Oh Lord, we want so much more of You right now. And we press in, we press in, we press in. We ask God for Your overflow. Lord, right now, I just know that when I spoke about loneliness, there's somebody in loneliness has played your life. Right now, the Holy Spirit is coming to you, your comforter. And He is gonna never leave you alone right now. That loneliness is getting shook off your life as the Spirit of God surrounds you and you will know right now that He is with you. You are adopted in the Beloved. You are His child. There are others right now in fears and and worries and concerns and fear for the future is consuming you. Right now, let that get shook right now. Let it get shaken off. That fear of the future right now, I declare that you will be bold and confident in the future of the Lord. You will know that the plans and the purposes that He has for you are good and He will cause you to prosper in Jesus' Name. Right now, let certainty come in your spirit as the promises of God resound. There are others in this room right now and there's been restriction around you. There's been that fear trying to come right now that John has talked about in other messages. Maybe you need to listen to that again. But right now, that fear is gonna come off your life right now. Holy Spirit, we are not given a spirit of fear, but of love, of power and of a sound mind. And right now, God, we receive, we receive the Spirit of God. We receive the Spirit of God, a spirit of love, a spirit of peace, a spirit of joy, revelation and truth. Father, we thank You for moving right now setting us free, setting us free, breaking off the strongholds, breaking off the chains, breaking off the deceptions, breaking off the limitations and causing us to walk and run into Your purpose. Oh God, we're coming alive. Are you coming alive right there? Oh, let the fire of the Lord breathe in Your Spirit right now. Come alive. Come alive. Come alive. Holy Spirit, we love You. Jesus of every person. Oh Lord, thank You, Jesus. Just begin to thank Him. Begin to thank Him. He's moving, He's moving, He's working. He's working in my life. He's working in your life. He's working in the church. Your burdens are coming off. Your burdens are coming off. Something's beginning to shift and I declare right now, right now, 
Be immersed. Be immersed. Spirit of God. In Jesus' mighty name. Just drink him in for one more moment. Just drink him in. Thank you. Thank you that you are with us. Thank you that you are with us. You can say this right now. Thank you that you are with me. Thank you that you are with me. Come on one more time. Thank you that you are with me. Thank you that you are with me. If you would like to find out more about Arise Church and Pastor Gillian Cameron, visit arisechurch.com or connect with us on Instagram at Arise Church and at Gillian Cameron.